The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Teen Wealth Radio, a show just for teens, their parents, and educators to come together and discuss the issues that are affecting our youth today. Your host is Brandy England. Brandy is joined each week by amazing guests, as well as a regular panel of co-hosts who are here to give you ideas and encouragement every step of the way. We also have plenty of other surprises on today's show. So let's get started. Here's your host, Brandy England. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Teen Wealth Radio. I'm so glad to have you here. And we have our beautiful, handsome, excellent, amazing co-hosts out there. Kev, where are you at? Hey, Brandy, how are you? I'm in Australia again. That is awesome. Why are you back in Australia? Where are you? Oh, Atlanta. Oh, uh, we are. We are. Oh, yeah, nice. You like Atlanta, don't you? <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, we're, we're, launching, uh, we're launching a brand new cold-pressed juice company out here. And uh, very, very unique cold-pressed juice. And we're bringing it over to Canada and the U.S. very soon as well. So... Really excited and doing a few um, talks with, with uh, uh, we're doing a big uh, soccer program. We're doing a big presentation over here, speak, and yeah, it's awesome. How about you? Wow, that's super cool. Well, we're just finishing up our uh, eight-week program at one of the high schools out here in Atlanta. We've got 60 teens graduating from the Teen Wealth program, so we're really excited about that. Very, very happy, and I know we've got you in on the yeah, line. Yeah, I saw the pictures. It looks amazing. Oh, <laughs> I think we've got a little delay, too, because you're all the way down in Australia. I, I think so. I'm a day ahead, so it takes a while to get back to you, I guess. <laughs> so we're the ones behind then, I guess. <laughs> well, I'm really excited because Ewan is giving us some great tips a little bit later on a really fun subject. So looking forward to that. Um, now, we have some amazing guests on the show today. We're talking about overcoming tough stuff. And uh, I'd like to start the show today with a good friend of mine who I met within the last year who is very inspirational, has done everything from uh, TED Talks to just inspiring me through our Skype calls. So I'd like to welcome Sajit Reddy to the show. Are you out there, Sajit? I am, Brandy. I am. You're making this brown man blush red. <laughs> I'm inspirational to you. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Awesome. Well, can you tell everyone a little bit about you, who you are, where you came from? Sure. So, I'm born and raised Canadian in Toronto. Yay. Uh, I was born with spina bifida. So, essentially, what that means is that uh, my spine was curved. uh, And as a result, I'm in a wheelchair. I have a manual wheelchair uh, because I cannot stand or walk as a result of this uh, disability. Um, and so, I mean, I've been this way all my life. I'm 39 years old. Um, I've, you know, gone through school, done uh, postgraduate studies in HR, did HR corporately for a while, 
and uh, now moved on to being my own entrepreneur. I do HR consulting on the side. I'm a uh, empowerment speaker, empowerment coach, and do some uh, writing as well in that arena. So yeah, that's that's me as you as a work. Yeah. Very cool. And uh, so can you tell everyone a little bit more what Spina Bifida is, just for people who don't know? So sure. Uh, with, with regards to Spina Bifida, uh, you can have, like any other disability, you can have various levels of it. So with my level, like I mentioned, uh, it affected my, my spine in the lower part of my spine, where when I was born, I, it was curved. And so... Where where it was curved was where uh, messages, because everyone uh, who's taken any kind of health class or biology class knows that your spine uh, carries messages from your brain to the rest of your body. And so where my spine was affected was uh, the area where messages go to my legs to tell my legs to stand or walk or however you want to. Uh, whatever my legs need to do, they don't do because the messages aren't getting to them. So that's essentially with my level of spina bifida. That's what spina bifida is. Spina bifida essentially means uh, broken spine in Latin. So, yeah. Wow, that's interesting. I didn't I didn't know that Latin translation of it. So, so besides that particular struggle in your life, um, what mm. other struggles have you encountered that have made you uh, an amazing speaker that's so effective at speaking to people and and really changing their lives? Well, I mean, you know, in terms of struggle, I would say that growing up and through high school and even you know uh, through the corporate world and whatnot, um, you know, as a younger person. I was always, I was raised well by my parents. Um, and they always taught me to like, you know, don't make people feel bad or feel sorry for you because you're disabled. You're just like anybody else. Go out and, and do and go out and, and accomplish and achieve. And so in that accomplishing and achieving, um, you know, it had to, like, I had to, I'm always, I was always, um, what's it called? Striving to please others, um, which was a negative thing. And I, I mean, I lived that way for so long. Um, at 32, um, I ended up, and I don't know if you know this, I ended up having a partial stroke. And the partial stroke was as a result of stress. And so, you know, the doctor said to me, you be, basically need to make a change it's not necessarily you had the stroke from your health or any of the other factors that you could have a stroke from, but it was just stress. So you got to remove something from your life. So at 32, what do you do to remove something from your life? At that point, I wasn't married, didn't have kids, still not married, still don't have kids. Um, but, uh, you know, you can't remove your family. You can't remove some of your friends. Um, so you remove the nine to five. And so I removed the nine to five, which kind of uh, spurred me on to doing what I do now. And, you know, being that entrepreneur. So I have the time to not only, you know, take care of things, but take care of myself as well. And kind of, you know, not live in a stress, stressful world 
where I'm always go, go, go. I have the opportunity to take the time I need for myself when I need it. Um, so that's, you know, that's, uh, that's, that's, you know, basically where I'm at right now. So, yeah. So for, for all of us that are ignorant out there a little bit um, and maybe maybe don't know and just maybe want to ask the question, what do you, there's a lot of different terms that are for people that have special, whether it's disabilities, abilities, special needs, a handicap, what what do you, what's your take on it? T- tell all of us out there who maybe haven't had the chance or aren't comfortable enough asking this question. Sure. Um, so, yeah, I mean, my take, and my take is not necessarily right, quote-unquote right, or quote-unquote wrong, but um, I know for a fact that uh, saying things like crippled, uh, saying things like, um, what else, what's another term, uh, invalid, uh, are, are not accepted and are frowned upon or and are viewed as insults to the majority of the disabled community. Um, I don't mind disabled, but some people don't, uh, don't like it. Um, I personally don't mind it. Um, differently abled is another way of saying it in that, you know, we all have abilities. We all have some sort of disability as well. So, saying differently abled is, you know, I may not be able to stand or walk, but hey, I, I can write, I can read, I can do great stuff on social media, and I can teach classes and all the stuff that I do, you know, whereas some other person may not be great at that stuff, right? So there's differently abled, there's, uh, what else? Well, dis- disabled and differently abled are the two that I would, I would use as a work, yeah. Well, that's, that's good. You and I talked a little bit earlier, um, I can't remember, it was something like a week ago, and we were talking about how disabled can be um, in a variety of ways, whether it presents itself physically or internally, and I know there's a lot of young people out there that are listening to us right now, and they may be struggling with um, some issues with mental health, and that's, right. that's, I mean, some of them may consider themselves being disabled as well, but I, I think a lot of I mean, I know for myself, some of the kids I've worked with, they struggle with social anxiety, but their brains are so smart, and they've got this incredible right. super brain, almost like a superhero. So right. it, it, it is. I know they're listening, and, and they, they kind of like to hear your personal take on it, so I appreciate that. Sure. Um, what about Absolutely. in high school? Oops, sorry. Um, sorry. In no, high no. school, did you, sorry, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> sorry, Brandy, something just came up to me. When it comes to that, when it comes to differentiating between the physical disability and the and the cognitive disability. Um, the other way we could say it is either physically challenged. So I'm physically challenged, and then there's the uh, cognitive, cognitively challenged. So, um, but again, some people don't like that term. Um, you know, so so there's that. But yeah, so that's just I wanted to kind of get that out there. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate it. Well, on, on the show, we talk about a lot of different things. Um, and did you ever experience bullying in high school? Um, in high school specifically, I was very, very lucky uh, because early on, <laughs> and hopefully he might be listening, who knows, uh, very early on, I made friends with uh, one of the toughest guys in school. So he was a basketball, I mean, a football player, 
and no one basically messed with him because he was really, really tall and really, really muscular. And uh, he and I were friends, and so anytime anyone tried anything funny, he'd just look over and be like, hey, Sajit, you okay? I'll be like, yeah, I'm okay. All right, and the other people would just scatter. So it was, it was kind of nice. <laughs> kind of nice, That's yeah. So, sure. and, yeah, I didn't really get bullied. I did get teased, you know, in grade school and high school a little bit, but I mean... That's what's made me tougher, you know. Uh, there was bullying, there was teasing. Um, but I, I just kind of, you know what? The other thing, too, is it's all about your focus. It's what you focus on. You know what? Um, people in this world, you will always have, you will always have haters. No matter how successful you are, no matter how much good you do in this world, you will have your haters. Um, you just got to focus on you, what you're doing in this world and keep pushing, keep moving forward and keep being positive. Uh, keep pushing is one of my key terms. If people follow along with me on social media, which we'll get to later on, I guess, um, they'll see that that's one of my key, key things. Keep pushing, you know? So yeah, that's, that's what I wanted to kind of say about that. That's awesome. So, so as an entrepreneur, you've created Human Capital Solutions and you're a motivational speaker. And do you do coaching as well? I do do coaching. Yeah, I do do coaching. Uh, and I do all of that just based off of my own experiences and kind of relate. Even if a person were to check out my TED Talk, it's all about my life and the lessons I've learned from my life and what you know other people can take from that. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's a pretty big honor to be asked to do a TED Talk. Um, what was that like for you? What was the whole experience like? Oh, it was surreal. I mean, uh, as an entrepreneur, many entrepreneurs, we always like to learn. And one of the things that we do to learn is watch TED Talks. And uh, TED Talks uh, have so many different topics that you can kind of plug into and kind of uh, learn about and whatnot. Um, I had been watching them for years prior to me being asked. And the way I was asked was uh, this young gentleman, because it was actually the youth section that I was actually asked to, um, to speak for. So it was TEDx Youth uh, in the city of Brampton, which is very local to where I am, uh, to do this. And uh, so basically this, this is the organizer. One of the organizers had been following me on Facebook for about a year. And... Um, he had seen all the pictures I was posting about my life and the stuff I was already doing in terms of talks and stuff. And I'd gone away to L.A. for a uh, seminar, uh, uh, sorry, a workshop, I guess you could say, uh, called Train the Trainer through an uh, organization that I, uh, you know, usually am a part of uh, that is uh, r- with related to personal development. And so um, he was watching me and he messaged me. And, you know, said, would you like to, you know, be a part of this, this, uh, this, uh, what's it called? This event and come be, speak. And I'm like, sure. What's, what's the uh, topic of the event? And he's like, redefining normal. We think that the organizers think that you definitely redefine normal as a person with a disability. So we want you to come speak. I'm like, all right, great. What's the organization? And he's like, oh, TED Talks. I'm like, get out. And this, mind you, was all on Facebook chat. And so I gave him my number and we chatted about it. I'm like, all right, great. So 
that's how that came up. And I'm, I'm very lucky and very fortunate that that came up for me uh, early on in my career in terms of speaking, because a lot of speakers don't get that opportunity until like 10, 15 years in, give or take. So yeah, I'm very fortunate with that. That's awesome. Um, we just have a couple minutes before we head to commercial break. For everyone sure. who wants to check out your website, learn more about you or follow you, could you give everyone your social media handles and your website? Sure. Um, it's very simple. Uh, my website currently is www.humancapitalsolutions.co. No, not .com, .co. And on that website, if they were to go to contact us, all of my social media links are, are there. So it's very simple to do that. Go there and connect to me. Absolutely. Beautiful. Beautiful. And just before we go to break, if you could give one tip to teen entrepreneurs out there who are thinking about going into business for themselves, what would your one specific personal tip be to all of the teen entrepreneurs listening? Sure. So it boils down to one thing. Focus. Do not do what others are doing. Do what you need to do to get ahead. If you have a, 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 a goal in mind, as to what you want to be in this world, how you want to leave a legacy in this world, um, you got to focus from now. The way you do that, one of the ways you do that, is through social media. All of your social media that you use, instead of using it for peer-to-peer -peer, uh, communication, use it to show the world who you are and what you want to be or who you want to be. Uh, follow great guys, great people um, like Les Brown or um, Nick Vukovic or Sean Stevenson and see what they're doing. See, and get motivated from them and see, uh, you know, keep, keep researching and keep going and keep focusing on, on, on that goal, you know. I love it. So focused. That's beautiful. Uh, Sajid, I really want to thank you for being on the show. We've been friends for a little while now, and uh, I always love talking to you. And hopefully you'll come speak at our big conference that we're hosting down here in Atlanta in the fall. So thanks for joining us, sweetheart. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. And for everybody out there listening, don't forget to have your pens. I'll give you that number to text in to win some cool prizes right after the break. We'll see you back in a few minutes, everyone. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at one 855 
866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. You've heard of good things coming in packages. Well, maybe there's a little more to that saying. But when you think about it, packaging is one of the most important things that can represent your business. Tune into Ditch the Box with host David Marinak. Each week, we'll discuss flexible packaging, marketing, sales, and how it all comes together in one container. Lower costs, increased margins. Listen to the show. It might just save you a ton. Ditch the Box is heard live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Voice America presents a new kind of health awareness talk show, the Sharon Kleiner Hour, health, environment, and the power of water. Show host Sharon Kleiner interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleiner Hour is health from an environmental perspective, your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Listen Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Families today face unique challenges. Marriage, parenting, and family forms have changed a lot in the last century. Family Matters with Dr. Virginia Collin will focus on building and maintaining healthy family relationships. We will discuss marriage, divorce, family mediation, parenting, lifestyles, and mental health, all kinds of family matters. Our show will feature guest experts and your participation, too. You can listen to Family Matters live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody, and welcome. Hope you enjoyed our first guest. Uh, we're just about to get started with our second guest here, but I know I remind you to their pen out. We're, we're having a little interference. <laughs> um, I got reminded everyone to have their pen out because I just want to remind you of that number that you can text in. And uh, that number is 707 200 6386. Not sure what that is. Yeah. Sounds like someone's. Oh, well. So don't forget to text in your name and your email address to 707 6386 for some cool prizes. Uh, And don't forget to go on Facebook and look up Teen Wealth and like us on Facebook to see some cool updates and videos. Uh, Right now I'm excited to welcome a friend of mine that I have known ever since high school. So uh, not to give away our age, but at least 15, 16 years ago. (laughs) Um, And uh, her name is Amber Briggs. And, well, that's what that was her name when I met her a long time ago. And she has a pretty neat story that she wants to share. Say hi, Amber. Hi, everybody. So, Amber, can you tell everyone a little bit about you? Well, I'm albino, so I was born albino, 
and generally albinos have pink eyes. I don't. I have very, very, very pale blue eyes. I'm also extremely blonde and white. So I do tend to stand out in a crowd, and I don't tan. But I, along with being albino, I'm also legally blind. But I haven't ever let that stop me. I was really blessed to have a mother that never said no. She never tried to make me her little disabled kid. I was always just her daughter, and if I wanted to go outside and play, I was, here, go, learn how to rollerblade, learn how to ride a bike with the boys, who cares? And I also had lots of awesome friends that were very supportive and, you know, still today forget that I'm blind and albino and all that kind of stuff. Well, I, I always used to think you were so beautiful. You had like this amazing white hair and just these stunning blue eyes, and you were very unique and gorgeous in that way. So, um, d- can you did you did you get bullied or picked on because of your skin color was different in high school? I did. I got actually bullied quite a bit, but out of it all, I was really fortunate to have friends like you and our little circle that you know it didn't really matter to me it was easy to kind of grow that thick skin and build that wall because I had a good support group in school that you guys all supported me. You all thought that, you know, I was just pretty. I was Amber. I wasn't this different kid that looked different or anything like that. I was just one of you. I love it. Uh, you're so sweet. And, and you're a mother now, is that correct? I am. I have two beautiful little boys. And and as a mother, uh, being someone that was picked on or bullied a little bit for being different in high school, when, when your kids get to that age and they come home and say, Mom, um, I'm being bullied or picked on, what kind of advice would you give them as a mom who's, who's been there? I think the best thing that I'm going to be able to tell them is to just let it go. Because... I know, like, and I have nieces and nephews, and they've all been picked on, and I have other friends that have been picked on. You know, it's it's normal. Kids are mean. Kids can be cruel. And it's unfortunate to the extent that some kids will go to when they're picking on somebody. It's just not right. But unfortunately, there's not really a whole lot that when you're in that situation one-on-one that you can really do. It's not like you want to fight back or, you know, pick on that person because you don't want to be stooping to that level. The best thing you can do is just let it go, walk away, and realize that it may not necessarily be about you either. You know, like I think a lot of it, especially in high school, uh, the kids that used to pick on me, it may not have been about me. It may not have been about the fact that I was visually impaired or very blonde and pale, you know, it might have been something in their home. Maybe their parents weren't safe, or, you know, maybe they dealt with their other siblings picking on them. You know, I just don't know what their situation is, so it's easier to just let it go and walk away. I love that you brought that up, because so many people, when they talk about one of our uh, co-hosts, Damien, he was telling his story at the beginning, and and he's now a father, he's got three grown kids, and uh, he's a bodybuilder and a professional weightlifter now, and, and he still, he kind of holds on to a little bit of that um, that anger and that tears and things like that from when he was a kid in high school, and you could really hear it in his story when he was talking, and, and I talked to him and some of the students that are in our program right now about bullying, and I always say, look... A lot of the times, the guys that are picking on you are the ones that 
are getting picked on at home um, or are struggling at home. So it's, I think it's hard sometimes for us to remember that the bullies are often the ones that are going through some, some internal struggles or some struggles that we can't see as well and that it's not about us. So I love that you just said that. <laughs> well, and it's really unfortunate because, you know, I would love to have at least one person listening today go home and be like, just learn from our conversation right now and learn that it may not be about them and be able to let it go and not let it affect them because teen suicide is so high now and it's so unfortunate because nobody should have to feel like that, but so many kids do. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's staggering. The, I was just looking at the facts actually today and they say that just in America alone, every two hours a teen takes their life. Um, uh, we were supposed to have another guest on the show today. Um, it's a friend of Kevin's, actually, and, and he recently lost a family member to suicide, and he wanted to share his story to help others out there, but he just felt like this morning uh, that he, he really wasn't ready, and we completely understand that. Um, I know Kevin's been trying to support him with that. Um, yeah, yeah. Too- that was his daughter, Brandy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, really difficult. It's pretty, ru- it's pretty rough, and, and the numbers are, are increasing, and they say that every uh, attempt that's, that's successfully made to take a life, there's another 25 that, that try, and, and maybe it's just a cry for help, but it's one that we have to hear and, and make a difference for. So I'm glad you're sharing your story with us, Amber, because that truly is important for other kids out there to hear this as well. Um, and, yeah, and, and Amber, I'm... I mean, you made such a great point. Like you said, kids are just mean. Sometimes we just say kids are kids. Are kids. They're just really mean. And, um, like, can, can you guys hear me okay? Yep. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Um, and, and I know, like, going through high school, junior high, uh, I mean, everybody teased everybody, it seemed, but I, I seem to get a lot of it. And... Um, it's you know when you look back, it's easy to to understand. Kids are just insecure, and they're trying to make themselves feel better so often. And and a lot of the times they just pick on others. And Amber, you got that uh, growing up. You understand that kids are just trying to trying to make themselves look cool or look better or whatever. And uh, and they do that by putting other people down. You're so right. It's not about you. You have no idea what their situation is. So I love that you pointed that out too. Yeah, and, and Amber, I did want to ask you one more question. Um, when when Sujit was on earlier, um, he, he I asked him about special needs, disabilities, handicaps, different labels, because what we're trying to do on this show is help reduce kind of the stigma and, and increase knowledge and education about things that sometimes we don't want to ask questions about. So do you have an opinion and, and does something... I don't know, does the, is there a term that offends you and a term that you prefer, or, or do you just prefer not to have any label at all? Because to me, that's what I, I would think would be. I think for me, like, on paper, I'm handicapped. I'm visually impaired, and I'm albino. But, like, in real life, I'm just me. I'm different than you because I am blonde. Well, you have curly hair, so... <laughs> You know, like, I think a label in itself isn't necessarily important, and I don't think whether being disabled or handicapped or mentally challenged or physically challenged, I don't think there should be labels, because whether you're in a wheelchair or visually impaired or you have hearing loss, 
it doesn't really matter. You're still a person. You still deserve the same amount of respect as anybody else does. And there's no reason for me to need a label. You know, like you can't, I, I shouldn't walk up to somebody that's in a wheelchair and be like, oh, you know, do you need help because you're handicapped? It's like, well, would you like me to open the door because maybe you can't reach it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I, 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 my, my, my dad and my stepmom are both, uh, they both work in, in, in high schools with kids uh, with autism and, there's so many different levels on that spectrum and whether it's considered a disability or, or whatever people want to term it, it's, there's so many different levels and there's so many times when I know that myself and other volunteers and other students that come in, they're not sure how to even approach some people, especially with autism because it's such a big spectrum and some, some of the kids you can't get close to, some you pull away from. So I really think it's important that we, we educate everybody about everything so that we're not looking at someone funny or judging them or, or calling them the wrong thing or saying something that that might offend them. So I appreciate your opinion on that, Amber. And thank you so much for joining us on the, on the show today. You're uh, a good friend and, and I'm glad we've kept in touch all these years. So thank you for joining us. Thank you. So uh, next up we have Natalie from Art with Impact. Natalie, are you out there? Hello. Hi, Nat. Um, I'm glad to have uh, somebody from Art with Impact back to join us. I know you have a great film to tell us about this week. Yeah, and I really loved listening to um, the first two guests because I think there's a lot of overlap that is kind of fascinating um, just in terms of terms that are frowned upon and kind of seen as insults and just the way that we look at people who have a disability of some sort. It's um, It's interesting to kind of relate that to those living with mental illness and it's um, you know, the same that we have to be cautious with our language and that um, there are a lot of terms that are thrown around that, um, you know, we use way too far too loosely that can really influence people. So it's um, interesting to see some of that overlap. Um, but yeah, I'd love to share our film this week. So it's actually called Three. And this was submitted, I believe, last summer in 2015. And we've shown it at quite a few schools. Um, and basically it takes place in the college setting and it's kind of a narrative of three different students who have three different types of mental illnesses. So we have um, a tap dancer. We can see that her obsessive compulsive disorder hinders her from arriving um, to an addition on time. And then we have a, a young gentleman. Um, he's a math student who his need for control kind of extends from his schoolwork to his eating habits. And we see that he's struggling with an eating disorder and then there's another girl who um, wants to be accepted in, in social groups but is battling with social anxiety and so kind of shows us um, all of the things that people are silently suffering or struggling with um, that exists, especially on, on high school and college campuses. Um, but that's really not what brings all, bring these, um, these characters and students together or what connects them. But um, in the end of the film, they kind of all come together, and it's it's a, almost as if they have some silent acknowledgement of um, what one another is going through. I appreciate that. How many events have you guys been doing uh, recently? I know I know last week when we talked, uh, Carrie had mentioned that there were like three different events going on in one week. You guys seem to be getting busier and busier and sharing your message. Yeah, so we have, uh, we were at a high school yesterday, actually, um, and next week we're back at a college. I believe we have another um, another event coming up in California, two two more university events in the next couple of weeks, and a couple more high schools as well. So we're squeezing um, a few more in before the semester kind of dies down, and then 
uh, looking forward to the fall where we're going to be getting um, a lot of new schools on the calendar and just kind of expanding um, who we are able to influence. That's awesome. And and just one more time, could you remind everyone your website and how they can follow you guys on social media? And we'll also post, uh, we've also posted on the Teen Wealth page on Facebook, uh, the link to your video of the week this week. Awesome. Um, yeah, so that film and the rest of the films can be seen on our website, which is artwithimpact.org. Um, we're on Twitter and Instagram. Um, our handle is at artwithimpact and uh, Facebook is just their name as well. Thanks again for joining us, Nat. We look forward to hearing from Art with Impact again next week. Thanks so much. Bye. Thanks. And um, before we go to break, we just have a a minute before we go to break. I just wanted to share a story. Um, It's something that every single show, uh, this story keeps popping into my head. Um, we, we talk about the tough stuff and hopefully we ask the right questions. Um, we're always looking for uh, new people to talk to and new questions to ask. So if anyone out there has any opinions, please feel free to like us on, on Facebook or go to our website at globalteamwealth.org and let us know your opinion or what you'd like to see us talk about or do. Um, but I just want to share this story quickly before we go to break. Um, since we talk about the tough stuff, and sometimes we're not sure how to respond to people, um, people that are different from us, or people that are bullying us, or people that we're bullying, sometimes we don't know how to respond, and, and there's one thing that reminds me um, kind of, of, of where I should put my brain when I'm looking at a situation that I don't know how to enter into. Um, I work on board the Rocky Mountaineer train. Um, it's a tourist train, and I'm, I'm lucky enough to be one of the hosts. And my very first year, it was probably my fifth or sixth trip, and we had this couple get on, and uh, they were an older couple, and they got in and they sat in my coach, and no matter how hard I tried to make them smile, they just wouldn't smile. The lady was really rude to me, and, and, and no matter what I tried to do, bring her drinks, bring her food, tell her a joke, she just... She just looked angry and not very happy, and and I was heartbroken because I I like making people smile. Um, And then on day two, her husband started to come around, and he was a little bit nicer, but she was still very, very cold. And I couldn't figure out what what we had done wrong because we were doing pretty much the best we could. Well, at the end of the journey, after two days together, uh, everyone got off the train except for this one couple. And uh, I walked up to them and I said, you guys, you're okay, you're here now, we're good to get off. And the woman stood up and just started bawling and cried and hugged me. And I really wasn't sure what to do. And then the husband started hugging me and I was at a complete loss. And they both said, we are so sorry that we've been treating you poorly. But the reason why is because you remind us of our daughter. Our daughter bought us these tickets for this trip and two weeks ago she was killed in a hit and run accident. So the reason why I tell this story is because no matter how anyone treats you, always know that there is something that possibly has affected them in the past. Those people will always remain my favorite guests on the train, not because I look like their daughter, but because I was allowed to make them smile and they shared that with me before they got off. So if you're being bullied or you're considering bullying someone or you're afraid to talk to someone because they look different or they have a disability, just think, you never know what they're going through today. We're going to go to break right now. When we come back, I know Ewan's got some great April Fool's suggestions for us. So stick around, everyone. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. 
Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real. Real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. Tired of lackluster results with your marketing? Craving more leads in your business? Tune into the Mojo Marketing Edge with the team behind Mojo Global Marketing, Ira Rosen and Corey Michael Sanchez. Winners of the Marketer of the Year, they will show you how to generate daily leads, build databases of raving fans, and close deals faster than ever before. See what's hot right now and how you can tap into it to generate an endless supply of customers and clients. The Mojo Marketing Edge can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to brandy at globalteenwealth.com. That's brandy with an I at globalteenwealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I'm really excited because this is probably my favorite topic besides the shoelace thing that you and did before. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> we are coming up to April um, very shortly, so... Ewan, tell us what your do-it-yourself tips of the week are this week. Hello, young ladies and gentlemen in Global Teen Wealth World. Yes, uh, today's topic is prepping you for tomorrow, the big day, April Fool's. I want to make sure that you're all well prepared to make sure you're on top of cracking all the jokes and all your loved ones. And this is the biggest key before I go any further into all these great pranks, these quick little hacks I'm going to give you, is you got to re- figure out who is appropriate for you to prank. All right, family, of course, has to be people that you love, your mom, your dad, your brothers, your sisters, your grandma or grandpa, they're pretty grumpy already as it is. I don't know if you really want to bother them on an April day, but you've got your family, you've got your best friends, but if you're going to break your friends, make sure you do it in kind of a secluded sort of isolated situation. You really don't want to out your friends in front of all all their other peers and put them in an insecure way because that could actually put a lot of stress on your own friendship. So be very careful who you select as your targets. So I've got a plethora 
of pranks here that I'm going to share with you. And first, we're going to start with a topic of smartphone tech pranks, all right? Now, if you have a close friend or family member and you're able to crack into their phone, if you know their password to get into their smartphone, here are some pranks you can pull. First, you can get into their phone and then go into the contacts and find your own number and change your name to mom. And then throughout the day, on April's full day, start sending them some inappropriate texts. I don't know what you can think of, but something like, your father just got taken away to jail. Who knows? Uh, get, into the, get into their phone and download a screenshot of a cracked screen and then change it to their login screen. That way when they first touch their phone and they have to log in their code, they see a cracked screen and they'll be worried that it has dropped or sat on their phone. Next one, go into their settings and change your friend's phone to a different foreign language and see if they can find the way of what the problem is and how to get out of it. Uh, another one is to make a home screen mirage. So what you do is you get into their home screen, their first page once they unlock their phone, and they see all their apps there. Take a screenshot of this. Then move all the apps to a different page and hide it on their phone. And now what you do is upload on the control panel this snapshot that you made where all their apps are there and have that as their home page. Now when they unlock their phone and they go in, they see all their apps. It's just a photo of the background. They're going to be pressing their messages, their texts, their phone, trying to dial, and none of them will respond. And it'll be really funny for a while until you're there, hopefully, to save the day. The last tech prank I have has to do with computers. It's called the blue screen of death. You can Google this, and you can set this up if you save this photo you find on the Internet, and you can make it your family's computer screensaver. Now go to the control panel and set the timer for the screensaver for just one minute so it won't take too long. And then all of a sudden, if they're sitting there thinking about something and a minute goes by, all of a sudden this blue screen of death that says, warning, something along the lines of, there's an error in the computer, please wait while we upload the solution and it'll be sitting there at 0% forever. And they won't be touching the computer, just waiting. And they'll go on and on and on until they actually do touch a button. Another good pet prank, actually, is to set up a mouse trap. All right, so take some masking tape, take the bottom of the mouse where the infrared sensor is to, to sense any movement, and put masking tape over it. Right on it, April Fool's. So finally, when they figure it out and look at the bottom, they see they've been pranked. Moving on, we still got time, Brandy? Yeah, we're good? Okay. All right. So take some toilet paper and go and find your mom and dad's work shoes or their slippers and take not a whole lot, but just enough to like scrunch up about an inch of space and stuff it deep into their slippers or their work shoes. So in the morning when they're trying to get up to work, they can't fit their feet quite in their shoes because there's an inch of toilet paper stuffed right at the very end. All right, another prank. Party poppers. You can get these at dollar store. They're these things that when you pull the trigger, all of a sudden all this confetti bursts out. Well, take it and scotch tape it to the door, right by the door handle on the far side, maybe the bedroom or something. And then tie a string and put it on the far side of the door frame and tape it to that. So have a string tape to the party popper trigger. So when the door opens, whether it's the bedroom or the front hall door, all of a sudden as they open the door, all this confetti comes blasting out right in front of them and they'll be shocked in the morning, April 1st, not knowing what's going on. Another one, take your least favorite brother or sister, sneak into the room at night when they're already asleep and rearrange and switch the drawers to their clothing drawers. That way when they get up in the morning and try and get dressed, none of their socks, or underwear or shirts are in the right place. Another one, make some homemade brownies and share them with anybody. 
So what I mean by homemade brownies is take some paper, cut out some E's, and color them brown. Homemade brown E's. Delicious. All right, another one. Mac and cheese orange juice. All right, so if you get some Kraft macaroni and cheese, you know those artificial cheese packets that are orangey and bright? Put that into the orange jug, the orange container, and fill that in with water, mix it around, nice bright and orange. If your family drinks orange juice, you got the prank right there. Moving on to the washroom, plastic cling wrap, also known as saran wrap. This is one I love doing to my family. All right, lift up all the lids, so you just have the toilet bowl, and put in only one or two strips, use them efficiently, and cling it tightly around the bowl. So when they sit on the toilet, well, I won't go any further, we're on radio. Another one <laughs> in the washroom, all right? Take some baby powder, put it in the blow dryer. And when your sister or your mom gets up in the morning to do the hair and dry it out, as soon as they press on the blow dryer fan, all of a sudden, baby powder everywhere, all over the face. If you know what chicken stock is, a chicken bouillon cube, and you're handy with a couple tools, take a wrench, take a screwdriver, and get into your bathroom and go into the shower head. Unscrew it, put one chicken stock cube into the shower head, and then try and fasten the, sh the, the shower head back on. When the shower, nice warm shower comes on, they'll be getting a chicken soup bath. All right, Oreos. Who doesn't love Oreos? A delicious snack. Get a whole packet. Take them out, remove all the white sugar cream filling, and then replace it with toothpaste. Put it back in, and then share them with all your friends. If you look around family portraits, if you have any family portraits, go to the dollar store and get some googly eyes. And overnight, or when no one's looking, go to all of the family members but yourself and put googly eyes on the family portrait. My brother-in-law did this. It was the funniest thing. He did it to his wedding photo with my sister. All right. If you want to be mean to your classmates, give them an unsolvable word search. You can find these on the internet. Google unsolvable word search, print them out, and they're these word searches that don't have any words in them. It'll really annoy the heck out of all your friends. You can also be on the internet and print out fake parking tickets. If your mom or dad parks on the street, not in the driveway, give them a fake parking ticket once they're, once they're not looking. And the last one that I have is make, if you have friends who drink Coke or Diet Coke, Make fake Coke by mixing Sprite with soy sauce and putting it back into the Coke or Diet Coke bottle and putting the cap back on. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's disgusting. Remember that one thing, ladies and gentlemen. April Fool's ends at noon. <laughs> wow. I, uh, I'm you know, at a loss. Do you know it's actually April Fool's here in Australia right now? Uh, you're a little too late with these tips for me, but thanks. I'll do them next year. <laughs> oh, literally. So, hey, you, you know what, Brandy? Real quick, one of my favorite favorite practical jokes ever was um, took a took a friend's car, um, rolled down the window, and uh, and put shattered glass on the on the seat, <laughs> so it looked like someone had broken into the car. So they came down to their car and they're like, oh man, someone broke into my car. So they actually put a plastic bag, you know how you tape the plastic bag, the garbage bag on it? Yeah. So they drove around for a week before they finally made an appointment, went into the garage to get it fixed. And the guy comes out and he goes, uh, why don't you just roll up your window? <laughs> wow, that is horrible. That's you guys are devious. <laughs> no, but you know what? You're not wrecking anything. It's just 
playing on stupidity, which I love. <laughs> that that was so much fun. Yeah, I, I was gonna say, um, I think that's more naivety than 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 stupidity because you, you know, <laughs> who would uh, think that their friend fun. would be that cruel to fake for a week that they had been broken into? <laughs> So funny. You and I have a question to ask you. I know you just celebrated your one year with the the lovely lady that you're in a relationship with. Have you started pranking her yet, or are you um, are you being careful with that one since it's still a fairly new relationship? Oh no, no. She gets little pranks here and there. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head. I'll get back to you on one. But oh no, she gets pranked regularly. She she stays on her toes for sure around me. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Um, I, I know at our work, um, Ewan, <clears throat> that uh, one of our managers likes to take a piece of toast and put peanut butter on it and let it sit for like the entire day so it soaks in. And I know that uh, a lot of us on board know that he does that now. So we've created our own piece of toast, but we put a layer of very thick, thick sriracha or hot sauce underneath and then recoat in peanut butter. And uh, that's always a, a staff favorite where we come from. <laughs> you guys are pretty dangerous and serious with your pranks, though. The only thing I've ever done to my family is put salt in the sugar and sugar in the salt, and that gets my mother every year and makes her a little bit crazy. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Ow. Just remember who you prank, because you've got to make sure you can your relationship can survive it. This is true. This is why I live abroad for every day of the year. <laughs> Um, I did, uh, we talked about a lot of serious stuff today on the show. I'm glad you and you were able to bring a little bit of light and, and fun to that. Uh, I just want to bring us back to the, some of the tough stuff for just a moment before we say goodbye to everyone this week. Um, <clears throat> I always try and mention a movie and a book of the week that I think will inspire somebody, um, especially based on the topics. I did get a chance to watch the movie Three um, today that's done by Art with Impact. If you haven't gone to Teen Wealth on Facebook yet and liked us, please go like our page. And uh, there's the link to artwithimpact.org there uh, and a link to the movie that we're featuring this week from them. It's a, it's a very great, great film. Um, it's only five minutes out of your day. And the very first 30 seconds of it really got me. And, and I was sucked in and, and and it's a great message in it. So talking about special needs or disabilities or special abilities, um, these ones talk about three things that are in mental health that are, are a little bit different and, and sometimes we don't know how to approach. But I think the film really kind of shows you insight into what's going on. And then the book of the week that I have to recommend this week is called The Reason I Jump. It was written based on a 13-year-old boy in Japan who is autistic and he wrote this book and they've translated it and and it's just an amazing book into the insight of a young man who's struggling with something that's complex like autism uh, so it's called the reason I jump and it's by Naoki Higashida if I if I pronounce that right and mm -hmm. our hero of the week this week I do have to choose someone who's not a traditional hero um, <clears throat> they're 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 not a hero that you'd really think to call out on a show like this, um, but it's a true troublemaker that makes our job here with Voice America a little bit easier. So I'd like to give a shout out to Joseph, the <laughs> troublemaking host <laughs> that's helping us run Variety Channel, our show today. Thank you for keeping us smiling on the of tough course. days. Of course, I'm not trouble. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're thinking of bringing you on the team Joseph so thanks everybody out there in Teen Wolf World I'll see you next week same time same place thanks 
for being part of Teen Wealth Radio. Please join your host, Brandy England, her guests, and panel of experts again next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an awesome week, and we'll see you here for the next show. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america variety channel for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest please visit voiceamericavariety.com the voice america talk radio network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio visit voiceamerica.com the views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the voice america talk radio network it's staff and management.